0: at SFM Radio and at Positive GP on Twitter. And that's how you connect with us and uh, we're also available uh, on the phone on 0891-104-207 WhatsApp voice notes at uh, 0614-104-107 and you can also send us an SMS at 40938 uh, This is Lifetime Live with me Chris Alda Tutumache. and uh, we're coming to you live uh, from Makanda National Arts Festival and uh, this is a meeting I mean uh, we told that uh, this is uh, over 11 days of uh, festivities uh, celebrating arts Um, but you know within uh, celebrating arts we also have a challenging uh, growing situation in South Africa and uh, this is actually a global phenomena and what is happening in South Africa is of great concern and Nicole Jennings is joining us as a spokesperson for Pharma Dynamics as we talk about according to the World Health Organization about 10 to 13 percent of women experience antenatal and postnatal depression Globally, and uh, while in most developing countries the condition affects 20% of mothers, um, and, and uh, more than 40% of South African women uh, suffer from this condition, this is indeed a challenge. Nicole, good afternoon and welcome. Good afternoon, thank you so much for the opportunity. Now, is there a profile of um, a specific woman, uh, be it post or uh, pre or postnatal, um, they would be depressed? Um, Look, if you are genetically predisposed towards
1: mental health conditions like depression, then that can increase the odds of pre- or postnatal depression. But it's important to also note that it really can affect anyone. You know, any woman can suffer from pure postnatal depression. And the main driver, there's just the massive fluctuations in hormone levels that take place when a woman gets pregnant. So it really, there's nothing that one can do, and women mustn't feel guilty when they experience pre- or postnatal depression. Um, it, it's completely outside of that woman's control, and um, it really can impact on, on any woman.
0: So what are the risk factors, especially for South Africa? Women. So South African women face the added pressures of poverty, um,
1: we've also got very high incidence of um, violence um, with intimate partners mm-hmm. and of course also the high rate of HIV and AIDS can also play a role. So. While, you know, some people are genetically more predisposed towards depression, all of these different factors are stresses that can trigger and bring about an episode. So environmental as well as genetic, um, Mm. you know, elements, uh, it's sort of a combination of these elements that can uh, bring about a depressive episode for women.
0: So this particular depression, how does a woman know that um, this is cause for concern, something is wrong? Uh, what would be the telling signs? Uh, because, uh, you know, some of the uh, symptoms that would be associated is when your elders will tell you it's baby blues, don't worry, it will go away. Yes, that it's a major problem in South Africa, not just with natal depression,
1: but with other mental health conditions as well, where in several communities, um, these mental illnesses are still stigmatized and they're not taken seriously. So, l- like you say, people will say it's just baby blues or it's just a mood swing, you know, you must just get over it. Mm-hmm. But the reality is that even though mental illness doesn't have physical symptoms uh, like allergy or heart disease, um, it is a real condition. You know, there are several clinical studies that show chemical imbalances in the brain when people struggle with these, um, you know, different illnesses. And unfortunately in many cases, it cannot be controlled without medication and without treatment. So it's extremely important to be vigilant and to look out for these symptoms, especially for family members and caregivers. Mm. Women can't always identify these triggers in themselves, Um, you know, so so family members must also be aware if they see that this woman is displaying, for instance, a lack of appetite, is losing weight inexplicably, is no longer experiencing joy when engaging in activities that previously brought joy, has suicidal tendencies or is struggling to connect and engage with the child. Those are all telltale signs of a pre- or postnatal depression.
0: And uh, I mean, for me, uh, the most shocking one would be where you just can't connect with your child. And I speak from experience when I say uh, with my eldest daughter, it was easy for me to just walk away and give her away um, to be raised by other people because I simply could not connect. And I didn't know what it's called. Um, Would you say that uh, perhaps in most cases it goes undiagnosed because people are not aware?
1: Certainly. And it's sad, you know, that people feel um, that, And I mean, I'm sure, you know, you'll relate to it. Many of these women have guilt. They have extreme guilt feelings because they can't engage with the child in the way that they would like to, and they feel like there's something wrong with them. But the reality is if you receive the treatment and the counseling you need, you can manage it and you can engage with your child. And that initial bonding phase is so important, Um, you know, and it's not just the bonding. There are instances where it could be a single mother, for example, who suffers from severe postnatal depression. And in those cases it can be dangerous for the child because if you're not, you know, taking care of making sure that the child is eating regularly like they should, sleeping regularly like they should, and you sort of neglect that child, it can be life threatening. Um, for babies so it, it really is important to for us to break the stigma and for women to say actually you know i'm feeling depressed this is mm. i don't feel like this is normal and i need help and there's no shame in it there's nothing wrong with asking for help in fact it takes a lot of bravery to admit that you are struggling with a mental condition
0: let's talk about treatment options available and and what the success rate is Yes, so there are treatment options available, but it's very important when when you're struggling with a pre-
1: or postnatal depression not to sort of self-medicate and Mm. share medication with with family members if they have antidepressants available.
0: Or even family members that would tell you just go to a spa or something. Yes,
1: exactly, and I mean, you know, it's 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 dangerous because when you're pregnant, especially what you consume, or or postnatal depression when you're breastfeeding your child, you know, what is running through your veins will automatically enter the child's body as well. Mm -hmm. So it's always advised to go and see a healthcare provider who can script medication for you specifically, and. With mental illness in general, often combination treatment is required, so you'll be on several different treatments, and it really does vary from patient to patient. Um, But uh, if you see a healthcare provider, they'll be able to provide the necessary help, and they'll also be able to provide the counselling that you need initially just to get you over the the worst uh, push. And it's also advised to take your partner and or your family members or your support uh, structure with you when you go to see... A healthcare provider because sometimes when they sort of hear it from a medical professional and someone can explain to them what you are experiencing and what's going on in the body, they develop more of an understanding and more sympathy for, you know, the process that the woman is going through.
0: So let, let's also uh, talk a little bit about um, if not attended, how does it um, affect or harm both mum and baby's quality of life? Okay, so if not treated,
1: um, you know, basically for the mother, it can lead to immediate symptoms such as weight loss, lack of taking care of herself, a lack of sleep, which, you know, we know already you're struggling with sleep when you have Mm. a newborn child. So when your body also struggles to sleep just naturally, that can have a massive impact on your health. Um, In severe cases, of course, depression is depression, and one of the worst uh, symptoms of depression is suicidal thoughts and the one to take one's own life. And then, in terms of the baby, when you look at the prenatal depression, when mothers experience the emotional stress before birth, that stress does have an impact on the baby in utero. And with postnatal depression, um, depending on the severity, uh, it can either impact on the bonding that the mother can engage with in, with her child, or it can impact. It can. It can reach a point where it is life-threatening, especially if there's no one else in the house
0: that can make sure that the child receives the primary care that Mm -hmm. he or she needs. So there's also, um, you know, uh, an option where uh, patients are encouraged to opt out of medication. Uh, What other options are available for them should one um, not want pharmaceutical um, uh, medication or interventions?
1: There are other ways of treating mental health conditions. Um, often it's a combination of counselling and of your um, medication and electrolytes um, treatment. But the main thing to just remember is it's it's dangerous to make the decision on your own to go off your medication. If a healthcare provider has prescribed medication, then it's, it's advised that you stay on your medication until such a time that your... Um, you know, healthcare provider agrees with you that you are able to wean yourself off. And when weaning yourself off, it's also important to do it responsibly, not just to stop taking your medication, to lower the dose, um, you know, um, or, you know, stigmatically, and to um, make sure that you're not placing yourself in a situation where you're going to relapse and fall right back into that depressive state that uh, you were in initially.
0: Alright, so uh, let's take your calls right now. Call Criselda now. 0891 104 207. We also take um, your messages via uh, WhatsApp on 0614-104-107. We're both on Twitter and Facebook at SAFM Radio. You hashtag us, SAFM Lifetime Live. And we also um, welcome your SMSs at 40938, charged at 150. I've got a um, a, a, a tweet uh, from Temba Rajuli, who says, uh, why must they be placed on chronic medication um, when, you know, the Health Professionals Council uh, provides options and uh, saying that you're not genuine? Mm. Yeah, I mean, it
1: really, it does depend on from individual to individual, but people must trust their healthcare providers. These people are highly qualified to diagnose and to uh, recommend, you know, the right treatment. So, mm. unfortunately, there are many cases of mental illness where that person can't maintain a normal lifestyle without medication. And when that person is put on the, on the right type of medication, they really do thrive and they can maintain a normal lifestyle. So it's, it's always so strange to me how when you are diagnosed with, um, with, with for instance, high blood pressure, Taking your high blood pressure medication is not stigmatized, Mm. but for some reason, taking medication for a mental health condition is stigmatized, and it shouldn't be. A mental health condition Mm. is often linked to a chemical imbalance in the brain Mm. that needs to be rectified through medication. So it's not something to, you haven't failed if you need medication to manage your illness. It's an illness like an
0: allergy or like a heart disease, you know, it, it, it needs medication to be treated. Yeah. I think one of uh, uh, another growing concern in South Africa. We're having um, pregnant teenagers um, at an alarming number, and and most of them are not ready for motherhood. Um, do we know that uh, we have adequate services that address uh, depression amongst teenagers?
1: Yes. So again, that's a, a, an environmental factor that can certainly trigger a episode of pre and yeah. postnatal depression. Um, I would, I would have to say, you know, for for the most part, um, the majority of South Africans are relying on the public health sector, and unfortunately, you know, in in some areas, no, we aren't sufficiently geared to. To address the issue of depression among teenagers, mm-hmm. um, and that certainly is something, an area that must be focused on. In general, in South Africa, we have a bit of a lack of um, mental health professionals, um, qualified professionals who are able to to tackle these these issues.
0: All right, Tepo on 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 Facebook says, please ask Nicole. I, I can tell that my wife is depressed because she's crying most of the time and she doesn't want me to help. What what do I do? I think what he must he must probably get her
1: to a healthcare provider as soon as possible. Sometimes it is difficult, but the the main thing to do is to make sure that 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 woman doesn't feel judged or. That she doesn't feel like what she's going through is her own fault Mm -hmm. to try and take away the guilt as far as possible and to motivate her to have the courage to to take the steps towards recovery a supportive and a loving environment will go you know far away in in helping her to take the steps towards recovery and if all else fails maybe you know speak to uh psychologist or psychiatrist in your area and see if you can't arrange a house visit uh, mm-hmm. for someone to come into a space where she does feel safe and to get her the treatment that she requires.
0: Nicole, has there been any um, research done in, in perhaps identifying um, the link between uh, lacking certain nutrients uh, to, to being predisposed to depression?
1: more and more research is starting to come out that looks at a lack of nutrients and the impact that that can have on mental health. There are also certain ingredients that have been linked to um, optimal mental health. So for example, turmeric, which is that um, mm. yellow um, spice that's often used in curries, yeah. uh, you know, the active ingredient in turmeric, for instance, has been linked to optimal mental health, fruit and vegetables, um, all the micronutrients in fruit and vegetables have play a massive, have a massive impact on mental well-being. And then the Mediterranean diet has been linked to to better mental health as well. So, um, and that, of course, is also well known as a very strong diet when it comes to heart disease. So yes it's 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 interesting as well you know with heart disease, for example, people are becoming more educated in terms of the importance of diet when it comes to managing your heart disease yeah. effectively. In mental health, there's still a bit of a gap there yeah. but the reality is it definitely definitely plays a part. Um, even physical activity, regular exercise, the endorphins that are released through regular exercise can also give you a bit of a boost when you struggle with um, with depression or other mental illness.
0: So I I, I missed the part where you were talking about the success rate of what is currently available as as help. So there's no
1: real research available at the moment that links a specific medication to success. It's Mm -hmm. very much dependent on trial and error. Mm -hmm. And um, because, you know, it's it's such a sensitive area to diagnose as well. Depression, for example, is... um, it can also be a part of a, a bigger mental illness, like bipolar disorder. You know, bipolar patients go through phases of mania, um, which is the phase in which they display often risky behavior like shopping excessively or extreme amounts of energy. And then they can also go through to, um, uh, you know, depression. As, and and also stages of normalcy. So it's especially, you know, important in those instances To make sure that you see a psychiatrist who can do an accurate
0: diagnosis. And uh, I'm sure that uh, someone is calling you right now because they can hear you on air. Uh, You know, one of these days, I hope I'll get a a brave guest who would answer the phone live on air and let's see what happens. Uh, Contact details (laughs) for people who would like um, to, uh, you know, read up on what you posted and the press release that uh, you shared and some of the uh, research uh, findings. Yes, so people can read more about all the different mental health
1: disorders on a platform that we've developed called Let's Talk MH Mm -hmm. Um, so it's for Let's Talk Mental Health and the URL is letstalkmh.co.za and what we do on this platform is we make a range of educational materials available on all the different mental health disorders and we also ask people to share their stories and to talk, you know ultimately that's the first step when it Mm -hmm. comes to treating mental illness is to put up your hand and to start talking about it and um, you know I, I really hope that um, other people in the community will will start to realize that it takes
0: a lot of bravery yeah. um, you know, and courage for
1: people to stand up and to say, I'm struggling and I need help. And once and that they, they speak
0: will... up, they need to be helped. Thank yes. you. Thank you so much for joining us. Nicole Jennings, who's spokesperson for Pharma Dynamics. That's where we end this conversation. Coming up uh, next, uh, Words of Wisdom. But right now, here's the news headlines uh, with Utsile Saku.